Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. If you're over here on YouTube, as you can see, I got on the same outfit as the previous out as the previous show. So, yes, I'm doing them back to back. Um, I'm happy to see y'all. As you know from the last video, I have a temporarily new setup, but I'm actually really liking this cat camera i explained all of this in the last video so you'll have to go back to listen to it or watch it but i'm actually really liking this because it's so easy i like that i can see myself here and i can see what's going on it's super simple the only thing i'm concerned about is the uploading process because i have a U usb for my nikon and so um with this Canon, I'm not sure. I can't remember where I put the box. I'm not sure if this one has a USB, but I think I can probably use the same one. Um, and hopefully it'll allow me to upload to the Nikon software I have on my computer, uh, like the same thing that uploads my picture. So we'll see after this. Y'all will know how soon you see the videos. <laughs> so, or I'll just have to like, take the memory card out of this camera and put it in my Nikon, then upload it. Hopefully I don't have to do all of that. So we gonna see, I'll tell y'all how it is on the next video. But, um, y'all, I, this is, I've lived in this apartment for now, uh, almost a year, almost a year now. And this is like my second time buying wine and i've never purchased wine here and i'm not saying that to like i don't know i don't know why i'm saying that but i just never really purchased wine while i was here i i drink it when i go out i love red wine i love di trying different types of red wine i want to go to like one of those places and i have been before it's one off i think like in frisco or plano i went for one of my line sister's birthday she had a wine tasting party or get together and it was so interesting i was like wow this exists in dallas so when i get the name i'm gonna give it to y'all because i guess on wednesdays it was either tuesday or wednesday they do 50 percent off of a bottle that you like and i never went back and there was this one red wine called 50th anniversary and i never forgot the name even though it was almost a year ago now that i went and i was like i've always told myself i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back and go get that bottle like that red wine was so good and we tasted so many different wines it was a wine tasting and they let you try different kinds but then you can also buy more um but i love like just trying different fine wines but i got this uh new one it's called it's i think it's fray it's called organic red hold on y'all it's this and I ain't gonna lie, I, I don't know how they be doing it on the camera, <laughs> on the makeup camera, Organic Red. Now, I ain't promoting these brands. This is not a sponsorship yet. But um, I saw this one at Central Market. They had it on sale um, at the time for like $5. And usually I don't like super cheap wine, but I was like, this one is organic. Like, I don't think this, it may not be a cheap wine. Let's just try. Even though it is like marked down, I saw it. And because I wasn't going in there to spend money on wine, I was really trying to watch my budget. And I did, I did that like three weeks ago or so. And it was my first time buying wine. So when I brought it home, 
I realized I don't even have a wine opener. I lived here for like a year, so I didn't drink it that night. I like waited to the end of the weekend because I didn't feel like going back out either. And I wasn't going out the next day to any stores. Um, I already had my day and stuff planned, so I didn't drink it until like um, the end of the weekend. And then I saw it again yesterday at um, Whole Foods when I was at Whole Foods yesterday. And I was like, oh, there's this wine. Um, so I guess they sold at Whole Foods store and like the price was like $8.99. But this one is actually really good. Like you don't have that alcoholic, rubby alcoholic taste. That's why I don't like super cheap wine, cheap tasting wine, because usually it has like a rubbing alcohol taste and this one doesn't I don't know if it's because it's organic or not so if you're looking for a cost-efficient wine again I wasn't seeking this I recommend it and I personally like red wine now I don't know if you like white wine or what that is um and sorry if you're on um Spotify <laughs> listening um the brand is I think FR it's written in like cursive. I think it's F-R-E-Y, organic red, red table wine, California red table wine. But it's really nicely packaged. It's easy to open and it's pretty good. Um, but y'all, I need some wine glasses because as you can see, if you're over here on YouTube, I'm using my Spider-Man <laughs> mugs and I have like two of these Spider-Man mugs. It's another one, it's black um, with another face on it. But I'm like, what better way? <laughs> what better way to drink my wine uh with spider-man so that's just that um but in the last video i talked about you know owning different parts of your identity and this video i don't know like i just wanted to chat with y'all like i'm so intrigued one buy this camera again i've had it as long as i've had my other my nikon but i don't really i don't really use it because i love my i love that nikon so much um but again i use this by default today and i've been carrying it to school because i was like i'm, I'm filming a lot this week so just in case that battery go dead i'm gonna use this one but i was delaying using it anyway because um, I don't have, I only have the kit lens for this one and I would love to invest in, um, some better lenses for this Canon, but send me a check <laughs> and then I'll do that. But yeah, so if I invest in lens first, I usually do it for my Nikon first, which I have been doing. So like the Canon got to wait, but it still takes pretty good pictures, but on that conversation of identity, today we had a meeting with our principal and our principal and our assistant principal, like all the elective teachers, and they were talking about, you know, the process of recruiting and that they want to see us out more, you know, and just kind of giving us the glows and grows about each individual program. So we have seven electives on my middle school campus. I'm a dance elective. Um, we have Spanish. We have robotics. Uh, we have PE. Uh, she's out on maternity leave, though. We have uh, art. We have theater. And we have band and orchestra. So, yeah, seven electives. And they were just talking about enrollment, being able to justify everybody's enrollment, and also, like, just being visible and stuff on campus. And 
I love that our admin, they just very real about what's going on, what's not. And I love that they present a problem and they don't always know how to fix it, but they give it to us and they say, hey, here's what we're working with so that you're not really caught off guard about what's going on. You're not in the dark of why certain things are why they are now. If they take our suggestions and what we write down, that's a whole nother thing. But I'm kind of excited about the questions that they asked because um, as if you don't know, I don't think I said this before, but I was teaching a section of PE and health to eighth grade. So I don't teach eighth grade dance. I teach sixth grade dance, seventh grade dance. And I teach eighth grade PE and health because they need it because so many Health teachers needed, I mean, not health teachers, so many students, eighth grade students needed that health credit. And so since dance is closely the closest to like being able to teach PE, um, they had me do it for the past two years. I was at the school and I kept telling them, I told them this year, I told my principal and my assistant principal <laughs> this year, I was like, y'all, I really want to grow my program. And it sucks that you know, my students can't continue dancing in eighth grade because sixth grade, they call it the exploratory wheel. So when sixth grade comes in, they don't choose their electives. They, um, they're given their electives. They got three different electives. And with all other electives except me, PE, and LCC, we have eight electives. Um, they, they see us all year, but you only get three classes out of maybe like the six different universities or classes, pods there are. And so I see the same students all year, but I see one group um, Monday through Friday. I see another sixth grade group on Tuesday and Thursday. And I see another sixth grade group Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Everybody else, they have the same schedule, but they only see them for like six to nine weeks. So every time the students get a report card, those students switch. And that would be stressful for me. It's already stressful with how it is now, but that would be stressful. But anyways, I'm sharing this because they were asking for suggestions about moving forward. And one of the things that was a grievance for me that I talked to personally to my admin was that because I'm teaching, I'm not teaching any eighth grade dance. It's like seventh graders are the only students and I had two periods of those who chose me you know yes I'm happy with my sixth graders because the sixth graders I have they luckily they do want to dance but they probably all of them probably wouldn't have chose me had they had the choice um and so seventh grade they actually choose it and then eighth grade they can't really progress and so I just found out today that I'm no longer teaching health or PE and I celebrated so hard. My principal was laughing. She was like, I knew Miss Green was going to be happy about that. And I was. <laughs> I was so happy about that. And that's because I, I want to be able to grow my program. And if they can't grow to the next grade, you know, and say if they don't want to stay after school or say if they want to do other sports like um for instance, my first period, seventh grade class, those girls in there give me so much life because they want to dance. And it's about a class of like 12 students and they want to dance. And on our campus, our seventh grade group, our smallest is one of our smallest classes of sixth grade and eighth grade. But uh, yeah, those girls just want to dance like we recorded today. 
And they not perfect in the sense that they getting every technique or anything like that, but just like they they want to be there. And all of them don't want to, you know, stay after school and be on a cheer and dance team. I would love for them to, but they got other things that they're doing outside of school or some of them like sports more. So like to be able to have them in the class and I can still take them on field trips and still take them on performances, but maybe they're not on a cheer or dance team. Like I can't do that eighth grade if, you know, and have them during the day if I was teaching PE or health. So that's why that component was so important to me because there are students who want to be able to dance during the day and they may not want to make that after school commitment to be able to train more. Um, but still, they still want to perform. They still want to go on field trips and things like that. So that's, that's, that's important to me. So I'm so happy that my admin listened to me and they got that taken care of. They said they're going to add it, I think, to like science or whatnot. So I'm very, very happy about that. But I'm sharing this because, um, again, talking about that piece of identity that I said in the last session, um, I'm happy to be in a workspace where like they give us at least some some room to make suggestions to, you know, say what we want, say what we like, dislike, especially when it comes to electives, especially when it comes to what we're teaching and how we're operating. Like, how do you want this class to be structured? And one of the things that I'm thinking about, and I'm just going to share with y'all, is that I told my admin, I was like, I would love to have a dance and tech class. And I'm happy they was on board. I was like, if y'all can, and it's crazy because I mentioned this camera that I'm on, I'm shooting on right now. If you're on YouTube, I said, if we can get, because these are honestly cheaper cameras. This is a, can, this is a Canon EOS. EOS is a vlogger camera, but I got this for yearbook because I also teach yearbook. I was like, one, I want yearbook to be a class because right now, you know, we can't have it consistently with mind builders. <laughs> it keeps getting canceled. But to have it as a class, I think yearbook would thrive and the students will be able to take pictures. But I would love to teach the students, you know, how I'm making videos, how when I go in and I edit and things like that, because students love, when I tell you they love to see themselves on video, like you would think they don't have a mirror at home. Like they love to see themselves on video. And so if they are able to not only see me recording behind the camera, but they get behind the camera like these kind of cameras that are super easy to use and then see the process of uploading, see the process of like editing and how to make a video go and how to overlay music. And I was excited, my principal and then was excited about it. So hopefully that enthusiasm stays because they were talking about making the school more um, attractive and things. And this was something that I was already thinking about, but to now have the support that feels good <laughs> and so you know i'm super excited about that and if you've been watching me for a while you know that i never really wanted to be a middle school teacher it is not even still to this day 
my ideal to be in a public school full time. I don't I don't I'm giving this five to seven years. And even if it continues to go well, I'm all I'm always giving this five to seven years because there are other goals that I have. Now, there are teachers who want to like they know they want to teach. They know they want to be in public school and they want something very stable you know, for years and years and years, and they want to, you know, retire from these positions. I've never been that teacher, and I don't have that goal, but I do have goals while I'm in this position, and so I'm setting out to make sure I reach those and I maximize my time here, so um, it's just, it, it really makes me happy to, you know, be able to put my hands to stuff, but also with that, I personally need things that keep me engaged in the job because I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes, you know, you're doing the routine every day. It can get mundane. It can feel like a routine. It can feel like, oh, okay, what's new? Like I got to do something exciting. So sometimes like today, I told you I was filming all day and it just reminded me <laughs> Like, why do I put so much work on myself? Like, why did I commit to doing this? Like, we could have said, we not having no program. Like, I put all of this extra work on myself. And at this, I'm smiling because I don't regret it. Like, my legs are sore right now because I've been standing all day. I've been up and down. My back is sore. But I'm literally happy because the work takes me out of the... The like constant just kind of doing some of the same things and like out of the funk sometimes that I feel that I'm because I know that I'm not in the position that I ideally see myself in and want to be in. Like I said, if I was a teacher who landed my dream job and knew I always wanted to be a middle school dance teacher and I got my dream job I like my students like I love that I'm not at a, at a super ghetto school at first I thought I I wanted to work with super low income and stuff and this is no shade for for people who do work in that and who are from that but I went to schools like that and these kids, you know, can be off the wall at charter schools and private schools nowadays, you know, like, so even my students be getting on my nerves sometimes. So to, to, so to like be at a school where the admin is supportive, like, you know, the most our behavior problems are like attitude, talking too much, think they trying to skip or do something uh, silly on TikTok, like that's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's really a blessing. So it's low stress in that way. But it can be high stress because I know I'm the type that I have to reach, you know, my goals or the things that I set out to do. So I'm always, I always remind myself, Willie, this ain't the end goal for you. Now, again, if I was a teacher who knew I always wanted to be a middle school dance teacher and I still felt that way, then I would be chilling. I would be relaxing and just kind of getting my rhythm and routine. But because that's not my dream and I know that's not a stop for me, this is like a stepping stool. I still want to maximize this level I'm on. But at the same time, because of that, knowing that I'm not 
where I want to be, sometimes it makes me get discouraged. Sometimes I feel like, oh, like (laughs) this again. So I have to give myself projects that like push me further than, you know, my principal not going to, you know, give me tasks that I give myself. Nobody else is going to hold me accountable to do the things that I put on my plate. But I put those things on my plate because I'm adamant about growth. I'm adamant about maximizing, you know, the season I'm in, the level that I'm on. And I want to know that even while I'm here, I made a difference in this spot, you know. And whatever that difference is, I haven't named it or claimed it or like written it down. This is, you know, what I wanted to do now. There are three different things that I said I want to have achieved, but it's specifically towards like, the 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 structure of the dance program that I want to achieve and that's really that goal is really because I want the next dance teacher to come in having some type of system that helps her acclimate or him acclimate and that's because when I came in the dance teacher before me had been there for a couple of years and I came in to no money I came in to no like structure of how she did uniforms how she like ran her program, like I didn't come, like there was nothing. And I just think, you know, if you're going to be in a position and there's no shade to the last teacher, I'm just saying like for me, for me, um, of course, like that, the next dance teacher, I want her to have her creativity. I want her to have, you know, full reins because I know I always come wherever I'm coming with a vision, but it does help when you come into something and you already have to learn the ropes of your job to come in and there are some other systems in place that make certain things easier. And I just came in and I'm having to learn not only how to be a public school teacher, not so much dance, but there are things that come no matter what you teach with public school that like is a learning curve. And so not only having to learn my job, learn my students, but also like having to find out who do I go to for costumes? Who do I go to for budget? Like none of that was like outlined. And so that's something that I have set goals for of like by the time I leave this program, if this is if I'm giving myself five to seven years at the end of these years, I want to have this documented. I want to have this, you know, video registry of all the cheers and dances and stuff recorded. So if we don't have any, you know, remaining members, when a new coach comes in, she has a database of all the cheers and dances, things like that. Um, I just think, you know, that I, I, I just personally set goals for myself like that, that may seem tedious. Nobody is going to hold me to but that I just believe in adding value wherever I go. And I always want to leave the last place better than how I found it or better than how I walked into it. And if you're watching these videos or listening to this on Spotify or however you consume my content, which I'm super grateful for, I offer you the same thing, like whatever you put your hands to make a promise to yourself. Like I want to add, I want to add value to any relationship I'm part of. I don't just want to be a taker. I want to add value to any place that I work or anything I I, I put my hand to or anybody that's collaborating. I want to make sure 
this is better than how I found it when I left. And the reason that I'm, I, I make that intention for myself is because I think that speaks about me more than it does anybody else. And yes, is it extra work? Yes, does it, you know, require more out of me than the job probably pay? <laughs> yes, but it it makes me feel good knowing that I left my mark. You know, it makes me, you know, feel good knowing that I elevated any space or any project or any relationship that I was in that somebody left, you know, better, whether it ended on good terms, bad terms, whatever, like, you know, what they're going to be able to say is she made me think on another level. She made me believe on another level. She made me see myself in another level. She left this department and, you know, she elevated like I had a, um, one of my vice I'm about to say vice presidents, <laughs> one of our assistant principals, he's my evaluator. So we're all assigned evaluators last year, all first years get the principal. This year I got the assistant principal and he pulled me into my office because he did my observation, like my second or third observation. Yes, probably like last week. So he was going over my results. They have to do that for the district. And he was like, he started off the meeting saying, you know, Miss Green, you bring a lot of value. Like, we see what you're doing. Like, we appreciate it. And that's how I said in the last video, that's how I found out they used my video that I created in every recruitment that they go do. That's because he told me. And that was the first time of me hearing that today. Like, I knew it was on our website and whatnot. But, like, he really, like, took it the first five minutes of our meeting just saying you add so much value of what you be doing with those kids and the videos that you make and like really having them out and the competitions you be going to and the conferences you are presenting for like you you are really adding value and then he of course gave me my points where I can grow but like he just spent time saying that and that meant a lot to me because that's always my intention you know, so I, if he's saying that and this is just my second year and honestly, it feels like my first because the first year we had like 20 percent on campus and everybody else was online. Like it was so weird last year and that was my first year. But it's like I want to know what's going to be said at the end of my five years. And if I go to seven years, that seven years is just a buffer. But I want to know what's going to be my mark then. And so, yeah, I just leave y'all with that. I didn't really know what I was going to talk about, but, you know, be a person who's adamant about adding value. Be a person who wants things better than the way you walked into them. Even if people left, even if it's not your intention to stay, even if it's not your dream position, even if it's a relationship, you know, it's just kind of seasonal, like, do your best to leave it better than you came because when you make that a practice or a habit, you can only get better. You can only get stronger. You can only get more efficient. You can only get more excellent and superb and supreme and efficient at whatever it is that you do because you're practicing it so much without anybody having to tell you, without nobody having to hold you you know, accountable, like you're doing that on your own. 
And so if you want to go off and do other things, have your own business or just continue to rise, like you're the person people are going to be looking at in companies when a job opening for the CEO and stuff is open because you're always the one taking initiative. You're always the one taking on extra projects. You're always having initiative. You're always asking, what more can I do? What more can I give? You're always giving and nobody asks and you're giving something that's valuable not only to yourself, but to the whole community. Like, I, I aspire to be that person on a team in, in, in any environment that I occupy. I, I love that. So that's all I have for y'all. I hope you have a very good night. Um, I'm about to make me some breakfast for dinner. And likely, hopefully, I will see y'all tomorrow.